0: You know, I normally say, schedule a free tour with Helmbot. Go talk to somebody about it uh, virtually, online. You know what? Forget about that. Just see them in person at the Flow Conference. You can meet the founders of Helmbot, Graham and Ashcon, and also all the people behind the scenes, or at least several of them, will be there to talk to you directly. You can see their smiling faces, and they can answer any questions for you in person. And you can see that you're supporting a really good group of people, too, when you're uh, taking care of yourself with Helmbot. Cannot recommend these guys enough. Helmbot.com, check them out, and uh, we'll see you at the Flow Conference. Let's start the show. Welcome back to another episode of Art of the Float, where float centers thrive. My name is Dylan. I own The Float Shop in Portland, Oregon with my lovely wife, Sandra. And we have an incredible manager at The Float Shop. And um, yeah, she's been with us for several years and has uh, done a lot of things, about, both for like inclusiveness, being in Portland, uh, for our customers, and also for our employees, as well as improving our business. Uh, she's absolutely amazing on top of it. <laughs> we love our manager.
1: And this is Gloria Morris with Float 60, and um, I've had a director for quite some time, Lisa Martin, and I also have uh, managers at each location, but I just lost a manager today. We're going to you, Gabrielle.
2: <laughs> this is Drew from New Hampshire Float in New Hampshire, and I am the manager and the general manager and the assistant manager and the assistant mm-hmm. to the manager.
0: What was that hiring process like rough?
2: Yeah, <laughs> it, it was an incredible interview. Let me tell I, you.
0: <laughs> I, yeah, I, I hear he's uh, a little little on the rocks there. Yeah. I, yeah. So I I'm hope looking you forward to this. Up.
2: I'm definitely looking forward to this episode because I have been thinking about taking that step and putting a little more effort into trying to find somebody I feel like I'm getting better with my current employees and trusting and I'm starting (laughs) to I'm looking forward to to tonight to learn a little bit more myself
0: Drew I'm so happy to hear that (laughs) um Gloria can I ask I don't even know if I can I know like hot microphone and everything but uh why is your last manager moving on
1: Well, you know, it's the first question that I asked, but, you know, (laughs) I, I always encourage everyone from whether they're managers or not to make sure that they are thinking about their next move and, you know, thinking about what scratches their itch. So this particular one, um, her name's Gabrielle. She's just fantastic. She was at the float conference a couple of years ago. I'm not sure if you remember her, but, uh, you know, she's one of those managers that from the very beginning I thought, wow, she is just amazing and I know she she needs a place where she can grow and grow and grow and you know, within our small company, it's different than a corporation where they have multiple tracks of leadership and whatnot. And she just really needed to be in a place where she could flourish. And uh, so I'm not surprised at all. Of course, I'm sad, but I'm so happy right. for her too because yep. Yep. Um, she was just fantastic. So, you know, I think in this industry, we have to. You know, remember that a lot of times we're stepping stone for people, mm-hmm. um, especially mm-hmm. young people who are starting out in their career. Mm-hmm. And she was definitely no exception to that. Uh, but, yeah, she's going to a big corporation.
2: All right. Can I well, can I jump in luck. and say sure. also there's uh, nothing wrong with being a stepping stone, right? There's yeah. an yeah. incredible opportunity with the types of people that a float center might attract. Um, and the customer service that goes along with it, I think, is an incredible learning curve where for sure, you learn real quick how to interact with people. If you don't know, you know, you'll, you'll have to get a crash course in that, right?
1: Absolutely. Yep. And she, she did a fantastic job. So yes, tonight was her last day. In fact, we just got back from dinner together and, uh, one of the celebrity chefs in Chicago just happened to be working at the restaurant, working at her restaurant. So it was almost like she came to our table to say goodbye to Gabrielle. So it was like a oh. celebration. <laughs> it was awesome, awesome. Oh, I ah, went to this sweet. place called Girl and the Goats, and uh, I just couldn't be happier to, you know, share that with her before she left. But yes, yeah, so I am oh. on. The search for, we can talk about this a little bit later, but I'm on the search for a whole different type of management layer that I've never hired before. But uh, she will be uh, replaced just at the local studio. She managed
0: our Chicago studio. And so how many managers do you have currently? Do you have one per location?
1: I have one per location in Illinois. Then I have one that spreads over the two locations in Indiana. Okay. But um, eventually we're going to have to hire one more.
0: All right. Yeah. Um, Well, I I do want to talk about what you have going forward, but I also want to – excuse me. I also want to back things up a little bit here and ask about – how you decide when you need a manager. Um, I think for you, that's going to be a little bit different than me and for Drew. Um, And then I would love to then dive into a little bit about how you've found your, your current managers. Um, But maybe you could tell our audience uh, why you thought it would be important to have a manager.
1: (laughs) Well, yeah, for those who have listened to me before, I really have, I'm kind of an exception because I've always worked a full-time career um, in addition to having float 60. So I've, from the very beginning had a management team in place that wasn't me. I've never been uh, a manager of the studio. We're going on seven years of being open. And, you know, I've never really uh, worked shifts in the studio just because I've always had a full-time role. And my job in the Float 60 um, corporate role, I hate to use that word corporate because it sounds so formal, but I manage more of the overall uh, back in administration and so I've always needed that person who's in the studio working the hours plus my studios are a little bit spread out I mean we're all in the Chicago area but I have two states that I'm covering so I really need to have this local presence um, from a management perspective so it's always been that way there's really never been a time where I didn't have a manager, but you know, mm-hmm. as we've grown, I've, I've needed to put strategic resources in place, and um, yeah, we, we've been very lucky to have good people
2: in those roles. Nice. All right. Can I, can I jump in real quick? I don't know if this is an easy answer, Drew, but is, the, is there a commonality <laughs> with all of these, you say you've found good people. How do you find good people? Is there are there common traits that they all have that you look for to find these people? Because you have always done this better than anyone I know, mm. and I stink at it. So what what are some uh, what are some tips if you have any? If that's an easy oh, answer. Gosh, um, <laughs> well,
1: a lot of our managers have actually been. Um, you know, working in the studio and kind of shown leadership qualities, and then they've gradually taken on more responsibility. But um, yeah, it's, it's, I don't remember ever, with the exception of one time, hiring for a manager specifically, it's always been kind of an organic process. In fact, uh, with Gabrielle leaving, we have somebody else who has a lot of experience working at various float centers, and he is going to be stepping into this role um, when she when she moves on. But for example, when I first opened Float Sixty Chicago. I the very beginning was set up on, I think I've told the story, set up on kind of a blind date with Lisa Martin. And for those of you that met Lisa, she was the one that did the float Olympics at the uh, float conference. And she's been with me since the beginning of time. She's <laughs> kind of stepped back a little bit. So she does more of our training. So anytime we have a new hire, she steps in and helps with training. But she used to be the... Um, You know, director of operations for what would be multiple locations, but she started in Chicago. So, uh, yeah, it was a blind date. It was a referral. I think you know, one thing that I try to do is leverage my network and just put the feelers out. I'm about to do that again. Um, In fact, on this podcast, you know, maybe somebody will hear it and think, "Oh, I know somebody that would be good at that that role that I'm going to need in the future." But yeah, I, I say leverage your network first. Go to people who know you, go to people who understand what you're doing, and ask for referrals, especially for that layer.
0: I mean, we used, probably what is it, Indeed.com. You know, we didn't Mm -hmm. call from within our business, so we were hiring people who had management experience. Um, And this is true for hiring of anybody, but those first impressions are huge. Like that's the first person your employees are going to see. Customers are going to see like those vibes. I feel like are golden and and really important to listen to. Um, If you have any of those yellow flags at a first, I, I I don't know. I I wouldn't keep the conversation going for much longer. Um, But another thing I think is um, knowing your own personal strengths and weaknesses. What do you bring to the business that makes it's so strong um obviously your personality is a huge part of it drew like um the way that people gravitate towards you that you're warm and friendly and you're you're just a blast to be around and so that's a huge uh component of why somebody wants to go in hard to replace that right like and again you're the business owner so that's going to be difficult but then knowing your weaknesses as well um are you really are you super organized are do you uh, you know do you love spreadsheets you know do you (laughs) that kind of thing um so me, me either. And so being able to go, okay, I, I am not good at this, or maybe it's communication skills or what, whatever it is for whomever, um, is doing the interviewing, what, what am I unsuccessful at that this person could come in and be successful at where I'm, you know, floundering or, or maybe not floundering, but I um, would just be successful. And then I guess kind of knowing the balance of like, well, what's more important? Is it somebody who's able to do the back end stuff? Is it somebody who's great at talking with employees? Or is it somebody who's great at talking with customers? And maybe it's not the customer-facing personality that you need going in there. Um, so those are just some of the things that we were thinking about with, with our manager. For us, it was extremely important that we had somebody who was very good, um, was the word proponent, like somebody who would uh, listen to and speak up for our employees and make sure that this inside this building, these employees are heard and... and um, not just heard, but we will take action based on on what they're saying.
1: Yeah, leading the team. So, yeah, yeah, it's 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 it. I guess it really depends on where you are in your growth too. Like if you're a single location, that's a different dynamic than something that I'm looking for. For sure. Um, you know, so I I don't know if I talked about this in the pod. I feel like it's been a while, but um, I actually am at that crossroads now where I know that from a bandwidth perspective, I can't do much more than what I'm doing. And Mm -hmm. I do want to grow in certain ways, but not necessarily by like multiplying more locations. So um, I actually invested in a business consultant who's been working with me since about January. And we're looking at everything together. And that's, you know, looking at sales, looking at operation, looking at margins, looking at you know, overall like economies of scale across the the four locations, how can we do better? And, Mm -hmm. you know, he definitely has challenged me and, you know, asked me tough questions and basically, you know, said that it's probably the right time for Gloria to invest in somebody that can actually take ownership of the P and L's at each location holistically. So almost hiring like going from like, you know, originally you had this director of operations, but now this this role will be more of a kind of like a. Regional manager, just as you would think about in the context of like somebody managing multiple fitness locations or multiple salons or multiple spas. I'm looking for like that action figure. That's so scary that, to
0: me. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's funny. I think a lot of people like like Drew, for example, would be like, "Who's going to replace me?" I mean, he wouldn't say it exactly like that, but you know, as the owner, we've talked about this so many times. Like, you have a particular energy with your space, and you put in the effort and the connection with employees. And so hiring a manager feels like such a big deal, but now I feel like you're taking it to the nth level here. Yes, this like is different. To the power of ten by saying yes, you're going to manage all of this and still have the heart and the drive. Like wow, uh, that that freaks I me out. <laughs> I'm, I'm kind of terrified
1: because I and I said to him, I his name is Dana, and I said, Dana, where in the hell am I going to find this unicorn that I can literally? You know, because as much as I'm not hands on in the operation, I'm super hands on in everything else uh, behind the scenes because we've been, you know, in seven years, we've had basically five locations, right? Mm -hmm. Now uh, we're not growing locations per se, although I am adding like a uh, recovery studio. Um, My focus has been on that type of growth, but not individual location p management as much as it could be. So like okay. I, that's a, that's like a unicorn, right? Like I don't know where I'm going to find this person.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how many people listening are looking. <laughs> 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 yeah. It feels like this is more of a hiring podcast than, than it would be for people who are looking <laughs> to hire. Cause I don't know how many people have multiple locations looking for a GM. Um, but uh, it seems like it could be a great opportunity, Gloria, of somebody who really wants to break down the numbers and find what's going to be most profitable and work the best for your business. Like yeah. where, where where you're focused on so many things, like no insult, you, you are amazing at everything that you do, but somebody who that's all that they're focused on could be wonderful.
1: Yes, it, and I realize my limitations, right? So I don't think that I can personally grow just because of my limited bandwidth right so Mm -hmm. what i feel like i'm good at is working through other people but i have to find that person who's a leader somebody who can inspire the team and you know just be there for them versus this you know one manager at a time and they'll still exist obviously right but this is this is somebody who will lead the team to a different uh level and it's I really don't want to find somebody in the float industry per se, per se cuz I want to find somebody who's more like the priority is sh- finding somebody who's leading She and, shut me down already. <laughs> 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 I mean you, you see what I'm saying though. I mean it's it's a special kind of person that has that leadership of multiple int- multiple units.
0: You need somebody right? with experience. From another industry to come into the space. Yeah. And that's how we felt with with our manager. I mean, obviously, not not such a big scale as you, but we similarly just needed somebody with that kind of experience of management
1: stepping
0: in that an employee wouldn't have. Yeah. Yeah. It it would be too much to step into. I think similarly, different different tiers, again, of responsibility, but we, yeah, it would just be too much to step into.
1: Yeah. Um, So that's where I'm at.
0: Wow, a little crazy, That's a big term. yeah, yeah, and, and it's
1: and it it's like timely right now because I did lose this particular manager. I, I think yeah. we put the. I was thinking this was like a year away, <laughs> but you know, after my call last week with my consultant, he's like, "Yeah, you better start thinking about that right now." So hmm. that just added a whole level of stress, and it's interesting. So
0: do you know what step, what are your first steps going to be to replace your, your exiting manager? So so not, not GM, but
1: yeah. So I do have somebody that um, is already working at that location who has great experience. And so he is going to step into the role. Um, He was already kind of working as an assistant to, to oh, Gabrielle, cool. so nice. yeah so that's going to be good that's that i'm not as concerned about that but now we have to kind of backfill one additional mm-hmm. person one or two um so it's kind of good it's a little bit slower in chicago right now i'm sure you know people are experiencing like, with the hot weather it's a little bit slower oh, oh, the so schedule yeah. yeah 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 so it's a good time to have a hole if you're going to have a hole
0: oh i see what you're saying yeah yeah yep and that wraps up that episode <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what we got <laughs> um, I've tried to think of just other other um things to think about when hiring a manager, and I think um yeah kinda I guess I don't want to be too redundant here, but the the knowing yourself part I think is really important of um who you who you put in that place isn't I think when you open your business is just an uh, um reflection of who you are like it's it's very difficult to create a brand different than your own personality style but at the point that you're bringing a manager in i think you can pivot a little bit and have them um be a little bit of a change to your brand and and grow what your brand means um which i think was true in in our case
1: yeah i was going to ask you i i know that you recently had um you you had a manager transition away as well correct Mm. Nope, we did not have a oh.
0: manager transition away recently. Um we uh <laughs> I'm gonna have to cut this, I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> I don't know how to segue around that or dance around that. We had oh, so, our manager. Uh, yeah. I thought uh, was that going she I thought she was leaving.
1: And okay. Then, That's what uh, I was thinking. To
0: stay. Yep.
1: Oh. Um, so what what but, caused and,
0: that? Well so I would rather not talk about that at all. Okay.
2: Uh, that, <laughs> to-
0: total snippy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. I we're not gonna dance around that. Um, I might have her on to talk about it, um, uh, but yeah, not not without her, her here. Got um, it. Okay. Uh, going back a little bit, so Gloria, you're talking about needing a manager essentially right out of the gate. You're you're a different beast than the rest of us. You go go go, uh, Ms. Go Go, and we, um, well, we, I guess Sandra and I are the Drews, and you know the smaller business people have to. At a certain time, decide when that pivot is. And let me tell you, I, I think it's the same as hiring an employee for your first time or hiring a manager for the first time. It never feels like you're making enough money to do to make that switch over. Um, for whatever reason, it's just you're never swimming in the cash just like, yes. Because when do yeah. you feel like you ever have enough cash? In your own home, it doesn't matter how much you're making. There's always uh, budgeting that's going on in your mind and you never feel flush uh, with cash. So... Um, I would say, um, somewhat similar to the employee portion where, um, I would say, you know, they say be slow to hire, quick to fire, um, which I completely agree with. I think you should be quick to start hiring an employee, you know, be quick to start giving yourself space. Um, and similarly with a manager, um, when you start thinking about that and when you start thinking about, oh, I wish I could be. Uh, have my time doing this, it's 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 time to start looking at your um, account information and see if you can pay a manager uh, to do that. Um, or find somebody who's, yeah, just just willing to, to take on those tasks uh, and divvying that up. Um, and do it, you you're to get more done.
1: Do you have that manager role also incremental to the employee on duty? Or does it just depend on the day? Like just does the manager actually works shifts as well because at Float sixty that's the case, right? Like, yes, I don't have yeah. the the bandwidth, you know, financial bandwidth to hire an incremental oversight.
0: So that that would be so nice, right? To just e- even if she was just on site uh, to be of assistance, you know. Um, but but yeah, so our manager works shifts as well. What I would love is more time away from shifts, just to like. I don't know, um, payroll, that kind of thing. Like, not, not be on shift doing payroll. Sandra's currently doing payroll, so it's not like she actually is multitasking that. Um, but, sorry, I have this cough. <coughs> so sorry. Um, but, uh, yeah. Um, shoot, I lost my train of thought there.
1: You Sandra's said Sandra doing was payroll. doing the payroll, and mm-hmm. the manager,
0: you know, is not taking on some of the admin roles. Yeah, and I get well... That's not necessarily what I'm getting at. I think just like the, the amount of hours that we're giving them um, yeah. is, uh, is what it is. Like you said, like the financials are what they are. Um, and every business owner has to decide you know, whether it's worth it or not. And we've decided it's not. Um, and then we have like, I don't know, uh, secondary manager, people, senior employees that have been there long enough that they just know things inside and out. They don't have the same responsibilities. They're not scheduling. Um, they're not doing some of the, you know, the ordering and all the, the business emails, that kind of thing. Um, but but they are go-to people. If there are any issues, you know, you can go to them. And, and they do, you know, tend to take on more responsibilities as well.
1: And when they um, are kind of named as the manager. All they are they also like the ambassador of the location. Do they go to I don't know if you guys are involved in like chamber of commerce events or if you go to different events, are they also doing those things cuz I've been kind of struggling with that like how, should this person be more outside of the studio or balancing both so they can also be representing you know, in my case float 60 at community events and you know, chamber events and things like that. I think that is is a really important job but I personally can't be doing it right so right. I'm just curious to see if you guys are doing that yourself or do you empower the managers to do that too F-
0: for us we generally take that on we don't do it enough by all means but yeah when th- that usually gets funneled up to us to have those conversations or working out deals between businesses that kind of thing that, that comes to us is that a great idea yeah absolutely would it be super cool like you know, we do the math on pay versus income coming in with floats. So then if we're sending somebody out that there's no income component to that necessarily, no direct one-to-one. And that's when I think things get more difficult for us to make a, a financial choice like that. Um, and then, you know, we with our family have reeled back quite a bit with those kind of ventures. So that that kind of stuff isn't happening a lot.
2: For better it's or worse hard to know, for worse. It, it's hard to know what that payoff would be to yep, have them exactly. involved in those things and have that yep. time there, right? Yeah. Pre-pandemic, um, I really was bummed because I didn't have staff and I was unable to go to like, I got called all the time from HR departments of companies saying, oh, we're having this day. We're trying to get people in and have a booth and the employees are going to come walk around. And I, I turned all of them down. I've never done mm. one because I was always at the shop. Oh. And now I don't I don't hear those things anymore and Mm -hmm. there's less people in offices. And so there are less of these corporate events Mm -hmm. and I, I do feel a little bummed that I missed that opportunity. Um, but hopefully that comes back and, and how much opportunity is there? I guess that was going to be my question out here. There's not a lot of stuff going on as far as events go. Um, I know the chamber does try to do some things, but, um, there's really not a lot of gatherings still, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, so, see, it
1: feels like it's totally back here. Like, just yeah. even in oh, Chicago sure. today, it's it feels busy. And I just feel like there was this time where the gates opened and now everybody's crazy getting out there doing all these events, mm. almost to the fact it's, it's just too much. Um, but you bring up a really good point because we used to get invited to a lot of corporate wellness events and you're right. Like now that you mention it, it's definitely not the same because people are in this hybrid office mode, right? Where they're not in the office all the time. So yeah, I was just, I was just curious about that because that's something, you know, we used to have this community outreach person that she wasn't a manager, but she was kind of like the ambassador because there were so many events here in Chicago that you could do that full time. That's not the mm-hmm. case anymore, but uh, and and then I, I'm also curious about when we talk about a manager, I mean, do you have them looking at your p and l, like what level of transparency do you have for your managers? Are they plugged into the numbers? are they doing you said uh, Sandra's doing the payroll for you, Dylan, but mm-hmm. you know, are they accountable for the performance of the location because that's that's mm-hmm. kind of the next level that we're moving to, wow. right? Wow,
0: it's so much. Yeah, that be trust. big time. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah I mean, it's scary. Gosh, yeah, yeah. That <laughs> that's scary. It makes me think about um, motivation of an employee. Mm-hmm. Like same thing with mm-hmm. commissions, and um, and part of me is like, well, wh- that's our motive. I mean, we have that motivation and we balance it. Like, why couldn't somebody else have that motivation and, and balance it? Um, yeah. That's that's a crazy one, and and you know, like we were saying, Sandra's doing payroll. Um, everybody hires a manager. It doesn't mean one specific thing. I don't think ma- a manager. I mean, it's a very generalized term, right? So, managing the business doesn't have to mean everything. It it doesn't. You know, that's yeah. very variable. And I think that's an important thing when you're doing your hiring. Is clarity on what it is you're hoping to, I guess, take off your plate. I don't know if that's a good way to say it, but putting them in charge of. um,
1: Yeah, and it's definitely not taking it off your plate because as the owner, you're always (laughs) responsible for that, right? But, you know, for me, I'm shifting. This is a big moment of shift for me because, you know, let's say if I have what will be five locations again, if we pay, let's just throw a number out there, 20 grand for each location, that might be a $100,000 base salary, but maybe they have a variable comp for each location. So maybe out of each of the locations, they have, you know, goals to meet from a margin perspective. And if they meet those goals, maybe it's, you know, five to 10% you know, from each oh, yeah. location I'm telling
0: so, you, I'm, go- I'm a great employee. I think I really work <laughs> at this position. The problem really is you to need travel. to be
1: here. You need <laughs> to be here. That's why I'm hiring for this in the first place because I can't be at all the locations. So I need yep. somebody who steps in and becomes the face of, you know, the, the employees, the team needs support, right? And it so that's really
0: what
1: I, I can't give them anymore. You know,
0: yep. I've, I've done with, it. With all the... People yeah. working from home, all this remote work, these brick and mortars. We are in a completely different environment. Like we, yes, we, you need somebody physically there, yeah, and, and to be that cheerleader too. That yes, that's yeah. So product, that's kind of the model
1: that I'm exploring. Uh, but I'm j- I'm just curious if anybody else does that because it is very. Strange to give transparency to all the expenses and the insurance and you know the the payroll to somebody from a you know a holistic level.
0: Mm-hmm. Just uh, hashtag or at art of the float hashtag PNL and uh, we'll we'll know you're tweeting about. Uh, we don't check. On Twitter. I don't know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, if you do, I'll probably get a notification. That'd be hilarious. Um, but yeah, let us know. Uh I'd be curious. And we'll just have you on as a guest. I'd I'd love to get that information and put it out there. That that'd be a really fascinating topic. Um yeah, we're a little sure. tight on time tonight, so we're gonna have to wrap this one up. But um is there anything else you want to share or Drew? Do you have any other questions for Ms. Gloria before we wrap up?
2: Not a question, but a statement that mm-hmm. I think just as far as business goes, I think an important thing I heard tonight was that um it's a, It's important to realize and be honest with yourself about your strengths and weaknesses and where you're at in your business journey. And I hear three different people at three different stages here tonight yeah. speaking. And it's a learning process. And we all jumped into the business world, you know, feet first in the deep end and had to figure a lot of stuff out. And that's just part of the deal, right? You learn as you do. And we're all kind of making our way in different ways. And um, that's it. That's a hard part, to be honest. Like, what are you good at? What are you not good at? And, uh, and knowing to hear you, uh, Gloria, say, I can't give them what they need. That's a very honest and a very, um, wow. I think, yeah. a very important thing to understand. Because if you're not honest about that and you think you're giving them what you need, then your employees are going to start. saying, well, she's not giving us what we need. We're going someplace else. Yeah. And you think everything's fine, but if you're not fooling yourself and you're being honest about that, then I think that's an important step in growth. Right. So um, to anyone listening out there, that's something to to really reflect on and be honest with yourself about what you're good at.
1: Um, Yeah. And I think the key word is growth. You know, Mm. are you, are you at the point where you are at the optimal you know, top end of what you can do. I don't think we are, right? So that's where I step back and recognize that having somebody else leading outside of me because I I I don't. I'm I'm you know, I have a full-time job, I have other business ventures. I I feel like there's somebody better than me that I could partner with and align and you know, I could lead them to execute on my vision but have them really be the ones working the day-to-day of making sure people on the team know those are objectives and just getting mm-hmm. getting us to the point where we could be a lot better mm-hmm. so yeah good point it's heavy yeah. stuff
0: i got very reflective at the end here yeah drew that was great that uh reflected right back at me some introspection i need to do thank you
1: well i miss you guys yeah, it was yeah great where are you, you you're you're
0: uh, <laughs> recording from a hotel room tonight where are you at
1: Strangely enough, I'm in Chicago in a hotel
0: only because... Yeah, I, you were saying that you were eating in at- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Chicago,
1: yeah. It's only because I have to be at work super early. So I'm literally across the street from my office and uh, I just, oh, wow. I couldn't go home and make it back in time without being stressed because I have to work on a bunch of stuff tonight. So yeah, okay. so it's it's unusual, right? Um, I used to have a place here in the city, but I don't anymore, so other oh, than God, float- I could have slept in a float tank tonight, but <laughs> yeah. I, I decided
0: not to. But yeah, but I never miss you. It actually turns out uh, we missed <laughs> yes. Miss Siegler. It's so good to have you back. Thank and we you We had you guys. last week too, but it's just so good to see you. It is. Um, Drew, any final thoughts?
2: Uh, we miss Kim tonight also. I know. We miss Kim. But I forgot to Kim.
0: say, so, uh, Kim's not going to make it tonight. Um, <laughs> I always like to announce that at the end. Thank you, guys. Uh, yeah, what can I say? I, I say it every week, but I mean it every week. I, I love seeing you guys um, and, and talking and shop with you guys and the insights I get from you. Uh, this is beautiful, and I really appreciate it. Thank you, too. Uh, Thank you, Dylan. Yeah. Thank Gloria.
2: you. <laughs> a little love here.
0: Uh, thanks to you guys for putting us in your earbuds and hearing what we have to say, and hopefully we help your business a little bit. Thanks to everybody supporting us on Patreon patreon.com forward slash art of the float and uh thanks to everybody who's supporting us on shop of is where you want to go to get previous materials that have been released photography video testimonial videos all that stuff uh check it out oh and like t-shirts mugs all that good stuff oh my gosh those t-shirts are flying off the shelf um there is some really <laughs> fun stuff in there <laughs> um uh, especially i would just say the flux uh stuff is, is really cool check it out uh also big shout out to helmbot thank you so much helmbot for supporting the show we love helmbot we all use helmbot here and uh we're we're big fans we we genuinely mean it when we say uh use them and and if nothing else just get the tour and see if they're a good fit for you um gosh i think that's it float what? conference yeah.
2: float uh
0: conference. what's what's that what's
1: register for the float conference portland maine Not this year
0: Okay. Oh my gosh! Yes, 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 yes. Okay. Okay. Make okay. sure. Okay. Yeah, I'll, we're all three of us are going to be there, right?
1: Yes, I can't yeah. wait. Yeah,
0: Kim's going to be there.
1: Hopefully, she better be.
0: Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> yeah, I finally the booked my plane well. tickets. i did. You're in officially. Going. Yeah. Good. I mean, awesome. You? Yep. 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 And Super you're stoked. in for sure, Drew. Uh, I'm
2: in. You? Yes. She's in. Something oh, could okay. always come up, but I mean. Yeah.
1: Yeah, Let's yeah. make sure Keep, we plan for a group picture. I know how I difficult it was the yeah. last time. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I gotta don't know make why sure. it so difficult. I can't put my finger on it. Um, <laughs> make sure the hair is good. <laughs>
2: Dylan, don't shave till then. Don't shave. Yeah, get a big fluffy beard going. You
0: want that big? But you like that beard, okay? I yeah, like <laughs> <you. laughs> like got <laughs> <on> it.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Great. Uh, br- 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 gosh, I think there was something else. Oh, thanks to Olga for producing the show. Thank you so much. Truly Thank appreciate you. Yeah. And uh, yeah, until next time, as always, remember, know thyself. We'll see you next week. Bye bye.